You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room. We talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 62, part 2, our Oscar predictions. I'm Ernie Rose, Tim. I'm Troy. We're coming at you guys with a bonus episode. We wanted to do our Oscar predictions for 2017. The Oscars are on February 26th, the 89th annual Oscars. And Troy and I, we're really into doing our predictions here. We like getting into movies that we don't usually focus in on on the podcast. And that's why we've kind of spun this out into a part two of episode 62. We did talk a lot about New York Toy Fair and Star Wars, and we felt that it really didn't jive as well as maybe it could have with the Oscar prediction. So we decided to put out a bonus episode here for you guys to keep up with the Oscar predictions this week and we're going to lay a little wager down nice. here. And I'm going to throw this on the table. All I've right. not told Troy this because <laughs> we did this last year. It was yeah. a beer bet. Yeah. And I just remembered that I claimed to be the winner from last year. That's right. But I went back and re-listened to that episode. And I actually threw it to Sanjay because we did tie. But he made a big call at one point And I threw it to him. So Sanjay is actually... The reigning champion. Oh, Sanjay. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> but Sanjay, unfortunately, could not make it to the recording. So we're doing this here so that our Oscar predictions are out pre-Oscars, which is appropriate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to lay this down here. Here's going to be our bet. So cool. what we're going to do here is we're going to go through and make our individual predictions from each category with the exception of some of the documentary best foreign language film yes. categories here. And what we're going to do, we'll tally them up here at the end of the episode. And then once the Oscars are aired for next week's episode, we're going to declare which one of us is the new reigning Nerd Room Oscar <laughs> champion. Awesome. And with that's going to come, and again, I haven't told this to Troy yet, but within reason, I say that the loser has to pay for the winner's pull of the week. Cool. From comic cool. book perspective. Cool. So we're looking cool. at 20, 30 bucks yeah. ish. Nice, nice. And so yeah. I haven't been to comic book shop in about <laughs> two, three weeks. So it's going to be a big pull. <laughs> That's an awesome idea. So the cost isn't really exact. And I'm saying yeah. one reason because I don't want to be buying like a whole run of Spider Man. Yeah. Get the whole DC line. You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll dip into it. So, yeah, that's going to be the bet. Loser nice. pays for the other guy's pull that's awesome. for that week. And that's what we're going to run with here. Sweet. All right, dude, let's let's jump right into our predictions here. We're nice. going to kick it off with some of the technical categories. Cool. Let's jump into visual effects. Nice. Who is your pick to win the Oscar among Deepwater Horizon, Doc Strange, The Jungle Book, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and Kobu and the Two Strings? Ooh, that's tough. It's it's. It, in my opinion, it's between uh, Kobo and um, Doctor Strange. I'm going to go with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange? Yeah. All right, I'm thinking Rogue One. Nice, nice. I, okay. I did this last year. I'm always going to go with Star Wars <laughs> in whatever category they're nominated. Yeah. Even if it's foolish with money on the table, <laughs> I'm going with Rogue One. Nice. Next up, costume design. Allied. Ooh. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Florence Foster Jenkins. Jackie and La La Land. Ooh. Live by Night wasn't on there, eh? No. no. 
<laughs> wow, that's tough. You can go on, go go down that one one more time. Allied, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. Hmm, I might have to go with Fantastic Beasts. That looked pretty good. Yeah, we're lined up on that one. I'm oh, saying nice. Fantastic Beasts. Cool. One caveat that I have to throw out here. I probably yeah. should have done that at the start before we making our predictions. Yeah. I have not seen nearly <laughs> close to any of these movies. There's like, a lot out there. There's a ton out there. And I did make some weird commitment. I said to myself, no, I'm going to watch all these movies. Yeah. Never got to it's half. so like, tough. Like even the best pictures, like I got through yeah. like half of them. <laughs> One thing that they don't do, they don't put them up for rent until the day before the Oscars. I know. That's, that's the thing. I think they do like certain things and it depends on the studio. Like Arrival just got another push yeah. in theaters, but then some other things, they just don't get that push, right? It, it, it just depends. To me, it, it makes sense. Just throw them up on Netflix or throw them up on Apple and I'll rent them all. Because it's so hard to find them. There's only like three or four as of this recording that are actually up on Apple to rent. Yeah. Yeah, it's and tough. They, they should all be there because people want to watch these. Because to be honest with you, I'm not going to go and revisit many of these movies post Oscars. No, it's the build into that it gets me excited it's for that them. hype for sure. So, anyways, small tangent there. <laughs> Let's go into our next category: makeup and hair. All right. <laughs> A man called Ove, Star Trek Beyond, and Suicide Squad. Ooh, I haven't seen that first one. I might go with Star Trek. I, I, it's probably not going to win, and I don't know the first one. But I'll be damned if Suicide Squad wins, and it's not because I don't like the movie. But Killer Croc looked horrible. He looked horrible in that movie. I'm right with you there, man. <laughs> I don't think the Joker deserves an Oscar. No. And Star Trek was fine. Yeah. Like yeah. they have all the aliens in the background. I, yeah, and... it, it didn't take me out of the movie at all. But no. Killer Croc did. Yes. Oh so, yeah, Star Trek. Star Trek for me as yeah. well. Only three, eh? Yeah, that's I don't, crazy. I, don't, I think they have to get a certain amount of ballots before actually being nominated. So right. there could be more movies. Yes. But it's not just like a blank slate where there's ten nominated for each different category. Even if they didn't get the right amount of votes, yeah. they have to pass that threshold to actually be nominated. Right. Like there's the potential for ten. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So Rogue One could have been in there. Yes. But they didn't get to that threshold. Right. All right, next up is original song. And there's a lot of songs here. <laughs> there's Audition from La La Land, Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls, which I just watched the other day with my Oh, daughter. okay. Yeah, it's nice. It's fine. That's good. Nice. City of Stars with La La Land, Empty Chair from Jim, the James Foley story, and How Far I'll Go from Mona. or Mon- How do you say that one? Mona? Yeah, whatever yeah. the rock one. The ro- yeah, the Hawaiian one there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with uh, City of Stars. Yeah. Uh, La La Land. It's it's. It's in my head, too. Like, I, I like that one. So I'm It's definitely going to win. Yeah. And I've got it down here, too. <laughs> yeah, you so too. Nice. <laughs> very much aligned with that. Like, there's no way that's not going to win. No. No way. No way. No way. Okay, sticking with music, original score. We've got Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moon Knight, and Passengers. I want to go with Moonlight. I really liked Moonlight. I didn't like for uh, Rogue One. You have a Rogue One on there? No. Oh, okay, not Rogue Okay, yeah, original, right? Yeah, I'm going with Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's yours? La La Land, man. La La I, Land. I just don't yeah. think I can lose. Yeah, I think it's, it's weird because for song it's great, but for score I don't, I don't really care for. But but it, it, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with La La Land okay. because I feel like it's gonna be favored a little bit. Yeah, definitely and it's a musical. Be favored. Yeah, but so for this one, I'm gonna go should win Moonlight, but will win. La La Land. Okay. Yeah. So the will win is what you're exactly picking, just to yeah. clarify. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go with La La Land. Yeah, because with the musicals, it's hard yeah. sometimes to separate the score yeah, and the music. Separate the score out. Like yeah. I just don't know where one begins and the other starts. Exactly. So I'm kind of integrating the both there, and that's yeah. why I think it's going to win. It, yeah. 
Good call. All right, production design. We have Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. Probably the La La Land. Damn. Dude, I don't know how who's going to win this. We're, right now, we've just written on one thing. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm also going with La La Land because of what they did there. It looked yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it, it did. It did. Like, it was a modern storytelling, but I felt like I was in old Hollywood. Yeah, like that Fred Astaire kind of yes. feel going on, which which was great. But I didn't... Uh, yeah, Fantastic Beast. I didn't really like the stage set up that much. But I didn't, it was yeah. okay. It was okay. It was it okay. I think they could have done better for that... For that era of time yeah. Right? yeah so i don't know if we become somewhat complacent with movies like fantastic beasts and mm-hmm. even when you look at arrival and passengers yeah because we've seen so much of that yes that it just kind of blends into the background to me the mm-hmm. production design like i'm not saying that they don't look fantastic because they do yeah but it doesn't pop yes. to me where la la land popped to me because at first i was like oh does this movie take place in the 70s right in old hollywood or even further back in yeah. the 1940s or whatever and just the way they set that up and i think the production design has a lot to do with that and that's why i'm saying it's gonna win yeah definitely all right a couple more sound categories here we have sound mixing and sound editing i'm gonna clarify the difference between the two of them here (laughs) because i always have people ask me what's the difference when you're making predictions and all this so so sound editing is the actual creation of sounds whether they're new sounds old sounds just anything that involves sound making. So if it's the lightsabers, right. if it's a bomb going off, if it is a dog whimpering, whining, if it's a dinosaur chewing apart a, another dinosaur, that is the sound okay. editing itself. So those are the individual sounds as they are heard on screen. Right. Where sound mixing is the combination of all of the sounds. Overlapping. So it's okay. the layering of the sounds from the sound editing dude yeah. into the score, into the dialogue. It's that volume. It's that tone that they set that allows you to hear dialogue over an explosion going on in the background with a score swelling at the same time. Yes. It makes it all so you're not taken out or can't hear individuals speaking their dialogue. Right. So sound editing is the sounds. Mixing is taking it and layering it all together. Right. So the mixing is much like when I almost missed, this is a spoiler, but not really, when I almost missed the shout out to General Sindula. Yes. 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 <laughs> cool. So sound editing, we'll start with that. We have cool. Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. Damn, that's a tough one between Hacksaw Ridge and La La Land. What do you got? Um, we go Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> that's the that's, exact same thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a tough one, but yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to Hacksaw Ridge. Wow. <laughs> All right, we may diverge on this next one because you did criticize my pick for sound mixing. <laughs> So for sound mixing, this is, again, the layering of all the sounds. We have The Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. (laughs) Um, You know, it probably will be Star Wars, though, right? I mean, because last year, I think Star Wars won. They do a good job of it. Normally, they do a pretty good job with their mixing. So, but you did just say you almost missed. Or you did I know, miss I Paris almost did the first time I did. That was a big Easter egg. I, I don't think you're really meant to I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, we're, we're going to be on the same page here, man. I'm going with Rogue One. Okay. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm going to diverge yeah, from gonna... what I just <laughs> yeah. laid down earlier on the episode. Here. I'm going to go with Hacksaw Ridge on this one. Hacksaw Ridge, cool. Yeah. Layering war movies is difficult. Yes. Because you have to feel that impact. You have to feel that noise, what it's like to be on the battlefield, yeah. but also be able to hear the score and also be able to hear the characters, the interaction that's going yes. on. So I'm going to say Hacksaw Ridge on this nice, one. Nice, nice. Diverging right, cool. from my normal Star cool. Wars. Even though well, they're both war movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be cheering for Star Wars. 
but I'm going to say Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, let's get into film editing here. Cool. So this is just where the editors take that raw footage, they take the scenes, they splice them together, and they combine them into this final sequences. Oh, so, so what the, they don't do in Suicide Squad. Exactly. Yeah. Or Beaver says. <laughs> right. If we really want to lay down hate on DC right now, the film editing is what crushed that movie. Yes. And it's nowhere to be found out Exactly. Here. But the movies on here, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, La La Land, and Moonlight. Ooh, Moonlight. That was flawless for me. That just flowed. So I'm going Moonlight here. I think I said Moonlight. I may have been saying Moonlight for this. It's Moonlight. Nice. <laughs> All right, Troy, you're going Moonlight. I'm yeah. going to go with La La Land on this cool. one. Cool, cool. Yeah, that could go that way too. Yeah. The editing on this blew me away. It's nice. With the next character we're going to talk about also weighs heavily into that. Yeah. But I think that it was just so well put together. Yeah. Sequence on sequence was just fantastic. I agree with you. Moonlight was also great. Mm-hmm. And Hacksaw Ridge too very very well done yep. even hell or high water yeah the editing on that was good yeah it was really good like that movie, so yeah. but i'm gonna stick with lala land because i seem to have this infinity when i was going through this earlier on in the week i said to myself i'm not gonna pick lala land for everything yeah. but as i started to step through things yeah i just kept thinking about how much i liked this movie that's right and, the, and everything it hits on the technical standpoints right yeah, yeah. That, then that's what that movie is it's yeah. a technical movie but it's a movie on its techniques and the technical aspect that brought me into that. Right. And specifically when it comes down to our next category, oh boy. which is cinematography. Ooh. This movie, I'm taking a lot of land on this one. Okay. Beautifully shot. It was. Lots of very long extended sequences with camera work. Lots of single shots. That whole first sequence looked to be a single shot. Yeah. Just so well done. But also on this list was Arrival. Lion, Moon Knight, and Silence. Wow, that's tough. I mean, uh, Lion was was pretty good too. It's it might be a sleeper, but Lion was pretty good. I'm going Moonlight though. There's a lot of things they did in Moonlight. That that water scene was incredible. The camera work, they 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 took their time in that movie, but the pacing was still so well done. Yeah. So I'm going Moonlight here for that one. Moonlight. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's get into some writing. Cool. Original screenplay. So this is a screenplay that had not been adapted from anything else. This was written specifically for film. We had 20th Century Women, Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Manchester by the Sea. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going Manchester by the Sea. Yep. This is original, right? Original, Yeah, I'm going Manchester by the Sea. I thought, was thinking La La Land, but yeah. now that you've said Manchester by the Sea, yeah. I'm going to stick with La La Land, <laughs> just so that we have enough that allows us to diverge and actually someone win this bet. Yeah. Um, but I have to agree with you, Manchester yeah. by the Sea yeah. has me now intrigued. It is. Should I have it's, chosen that? Yeah, Possibly. Solid film. Solid film. Possibly. Anyways, I'll go with La La Land. Cool. Best adapted screenplay okay. here. I know we're going to land on the same thing here. Yeah. But yeah. we have Arrival, Fences, yeah. Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Yeah, I'm going Moonlight. Me too. Yeah, man. Good choice. Good so choice. Good. I yeah. really, I just watched that movie last night. Oh, so it's fresh in your mind and fresh everything. Fresh in my mind. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of floated to the surface among some of these others that yeah. I have seen. But yeah, Moonlight, it's a good movie. Yeah. It, it takes a bit of a spin to a different direction. It I really it does. It really does. But it really brought me in. I really attached myself to these characters. Completely agree, man. Animated feature. This is something that you and I are going to become experts on yeah. in the next coming years. And I've seen the majority of these movies and I've seen only half of the best picture. <laughs> so we have Kobu and the Two Strings, that Monea. How do you say yeah, that? Mona. Mona? Yeah, yeah. The Life of a Zucchini. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, the Red Turtle and Zootopia. I want Kubo. This is one of those situations where, damn it. I really want Kubo. I just got to say that. I really want Kubo to win. And it, it should win. 
but it's going to be Mona. Mona, Mona will win. At first, I thought Zootopia because that kind of kicked off the whole animated year. Yeah. It's going to be Mona, though. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm taking Zootopia. You're taking Zootopia. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's one my daughter likes. So Yeah. 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 I, I took my daughter. It's the first film I took my daughter to. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you now we're getting to the big ones here. All right. The actor and directors. I'm not going to really run through the names here because some of them I can't say. <laughs> um, but best director. We have the director from La La Land, Hacksaw Ridge, which is Mel Gibson, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, and Arrival. Which director do you think deserves to win here? Yeah, Barry Jenkins for Barry Jenkins. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going for Moonlight. Yeah, I'm yeah. going Damien Chazelle. I think that's how you said that. Yeah, for La La Land. La La Land. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I think he won it. Did he win it for the Golden Globes? Uh, well, maybe Barry Jenkins did. I can't remember yeah. actually. Okay, that's a good choice though. Yeah, yeah. I seem to be really favoring La La Land, <laughs> but I don't know. Amongst the field here, they, they could clean up. They, they could. They, they could maybe even beat Lord of the Rings record. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's slide into supporting actor we have marshala ali from moonlight jeff bridges hell or high water lucy hedges for manchester by the sea dev patel for lion or michael shannon for nocturnal animals yeah that's a stacked one um you know this one's kind of funny because i feel like it could have been dev patel but his role is like not as big like he's like half the film yeah but then you have marshala ali who again isn't that much in the movie? He's but in the third pres- of the movie. He's in the third of the movie, but his presence is, is pretty well known. So I'm going with Ali. Yeah, I I'm, had the same right? exact it's, it's same debate. debate as you, yeah. Dev Patel or Ali. Like yeah. I'm going with Ali as too because nice. I'm just like I said before or a couple episodes ago that I'm rewatching Luke Cage. Yes, and I love him in that. I love this guy. And so yeah. I don't know if there's a bit of that carrying yeah. over. So one thing too that I did notice with this character, mm-hmm. I didn't know in Luke Cage if he's doing. He has this thing with his tongue. I didn't know if he's doing that. For that character, right? Because maybe Cottonmouth, Cotton, something to that yeah. effect. But he does that in this movie. He does a lot. do that, yeah. So yeah. I think it seems to be something that he does as an actor, right? Right. Because I was really wondering, I was like, oh, is that like a like a nervous tick that yeah. he's got for the character? And that makes sense that you know Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth. is always dry, or whatever. exactly. So, but it's not. So, yeah, he always does that. Yeah, he's a great actor in this stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah. All right, best supporting actress: Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight. Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, or Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, this one for me is hands down Viola Davis. Oh, she knocked this wall. Up. Like, there's there's no way anyone else is winning. Like, I think if I can guarantee anything this year, it's Viola Davis is winning Best Supporting. Fully agree with <laughs> yeah. you there. She's not losing this. <laughs> she's not she's losing. She's an incredible actress. Yes. Super powerful. Right. Not loving what she's doing on that show that she has. Making uh, Murder or whatever. No. the hell is it called? How to Get Away with Murder. How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the show, it's the writing. She's great. Yeah. And she's such a powerful actress, Incredible. man. Like, oh, man. Yeah. If she doesn't win this, I'm just going to just be fall off my chair. I know. I'm right she's there She's got to win this. Yeah. All right. A couple of last categories here. Lead cool. actor. We have Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Andrew Garfield, your boy. My dude. Former Spider-Man. Yeah, Peter. Hacksaw Ridge. Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, yeah, Denzel Washington for Fences. Yeah, see, Viggo's the only guy I didn't see. This one here, it's it's going to be between Denzel and Casey, but I, I I'm going Casey Affleck. I think he knocked this wheel out the park. I'm going Casey Affleck. Yeah. We do not diverge much, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> it's like, crazy. I, we're, we have not exchanged lists or anything no. like this, but I'm agreeing with you. Casey yeah. Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. It's powerful. Killed it. Yeah. Knocked it out of the park. So many layers to that character throughout that movie. Yeah. He's a flawed character, but you're rooting for him at the same time. 
incredible, incredible performance. Yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, lead actress. Yes. Isabella Hoopert for Ellie. Ruth Negan for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, or Meryl Streep for her thousandth time for Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah, yeah I'm going with uh, Ruth Negga. I She was great in Loving. I even feel like Joel Edgerton could have been in there for Best Supporting Actor himself, okay. but I'm going with Ruth. I did not see Loving, okay. so I've not seen that portrayal. I'm going with Emma Stone. I'm yeah. a big Emma Stone fan, yeah. and I think she overshone Gosling in this. Definitely. I think Gosling fell a little flat for me. He did. In some points. He was really good in some aspects. Yeah. The singing stuff, he really didn't bring me in as much, yes. but she was fantastic. She yes. portrayed a modern woman that also fit into old Hollywood. I yes. loved what she did in this movie, yeah. and that's why I love this movie so much. So I'm taking Emma Stone for nice. La La Land. Awesome stuff. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. So... Here we go. Best picture. This is the big one. We yeah. can even make this worth a few more points if you want. <laughs> Shall we make this worth three points instead of one? Oof. Sure. Why not? Let's do yeah, it. So this yeah. may help us with our lack of divergence on <laughs> right. some of the choices here that we have. Yeah. All right. So best picture. Arrival. Fences. Hacksaw Ridge. Hell or High Water. Hidden Figures. La La Land. Lion. Manchester by the Sea. Or Moonlight. This is so tough. Again, it's right now it's the big three. It's either Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, or La La Land. And I'm going to go with Moonlight. Okay. I'm going to go with Moonlight. Yeah, but damn, this is hard. This is probably the hardest one for me right now. And the thing with this best picture is that they had the issues from last year, right? Oh, that yeah. it was not as diverse. Diverse, yes. And we're seeing maybe a bit of that come to the surface here. Yeah. But the movies that have been presented in this best picture category yeah. are all absolutely fantastic. I don't feel like any one of these pictures was given a free ride because no. they wanted that more diversity. Same with the actors and actresses. Yes. I felt that everyone deserves the nomination here. Yeah. And that's why I think this field is so strong and that we're having the difficulty choosing these individual movies. Yes. But I'm going to go with La La Land. Yes. It can this go movie, that way for sure. Yeah, like all these movies are great. I loved Arrival. Yeah. I love sci-fi. I love oh, Arrival. Yeah, I didn't like Arrival. No, it I'm didn't a, work for me for I'm some reason. I'm a fan of sci-fi. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought yeah. Arrival was Passengers though. I know, I kept getting those tells mixed up. You know, going off a little bit of a rant here. I really liked the idea of Arrival and I didn't mind the alien aspect. I didn't like the future telling language. Yeah. That's what took me out. But anyways, that's just a little yeah. something well, else. Yeah. I, I like that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a different type of movie. Yeah. And I, again, it fits in with that, this diversity of movies. For sure. But for a while, like I said, that people are saying, oh, this fashion movie is crap. Yeah. It's not very good. And I'm like, I got nominated for an Oscar though, guys. Like, what are you talking about? It yeah. has to be okay. <laughs> and then that's a completely different movie when I finally did sit down and watch yeah. it. <laughs> Fences, fantastic. Hacksaw Ridge. Like the fact that we got a war movie in here. We've got Hell or High Water. Yeah. Steve Texan, brothers chasing something. Like, Love that. So good. Ben Foster, man. He's incredible, that guy. Ben Foster. He's yeah. so good. So underrated. So underrated, this guy. Yeah. La La Land. That, that's my pick, man. Like, yeah. Dead Patel's line was good. Yeah. Manchester by the Sea. Moonlight was fantastic, yeah. too. Like some of the plot elements took me out of it. Yeah. But the way it was shot and the message it was speaking to. Yes. There's some heavy, heavy stuff in there. Heavy. Love that movie, but yeah, La La Land's gonna take it for me. Yeah, I, I, I could totally see. I could honestly see La La Land just doing some damage at yeah. the Oscars here. So it's it's really tough for me to go between La La Land and something else. 
Yeah. So I have a lot of my eggs in the La La Land basket, yeah. so yeah. I could be taking a part on this. <laughs> but that's worth three points. So nice. we're going to see next week. We're going to announce the winner. I'm going to go back through. I'll tally this properly. Cool. And hopefully one of us ends up with the belt. One of us is well, one of us will. Yeah, just just off of the uh, last uh, yeah. the best picture there. So so and yeah. I can't wait to get my polls for that week because yeah. next week we're actually going to be recording in Alpha Comics. Yes, we're sitting down with Chris from Alpha Comics, recording a Logan Prelude episode, and we're going to be right in the comic book shop the day before New Comic Book Day. Yeah. So it's quite appropriate that we're going to be landing there when you're going to be buying me my brand new comics. <laughs> it's on Chris. No. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Alpha Comics, man, is going down. That's that's my place. That's where I get all my good comics. That's where I even get a couple of my figures, too. So be sure to check out that place and, and uh, tune into that episode. You're not going to want to miss that one. No. So we have a comic book connoisseur, a man that owns the shop. Yeah. So we talking Logan with us. We're going to be amping you guys up for that we're going to talk an old man logan some old x23 stories yeah. and trying to build a bit of the foundation for this movie before we go into it i might even talk a bit about my x-men timeline here nice cool cool maybe we'll even get a little bit of insight into the comic book scene itself so, yes i'm hoping yeah. to get that because that's something that we need to shed a bit more light on is yeah. from the owner's perspective yes. running a comic book shop in a digital era yes what does that mean these are the type of questions that we're going to try to get chris to bring some of those answers to the surface for us cool all right guys thank you for tuning back into the nerd room for our special episode 62 part two oscar predictions if you'd like to throw your predictions our way too we'd love to bring you into the mix here and we'd love to hear what you guys are predicting to win even if you want to throw us your best pitcher winner just toss it to us on twitter our handles are at the end of the episode you can email us at the nerdrm at gmail.com or you can comment on our facebook or youtube pages all right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoy the Oscars. They are airing this coming Sunday. So make sure you tune to that and then follow up and find us on our follow-up episode to the Oscar predictions here where you see me become victorious. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning back in for our Oscar movie predictions. And we hope to hear from you guys next week. As always, it's been a pleasure talking movies yeah. on this particular episode. And I can't wait to see who becomes victorious yeah. here. So, for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM and TroyTheBoy87. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search the Nerd Room podcast. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find other podcasts on the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network including Talk Star Wars, Generation X-Wing, Tumbling Saber, Rogue Squadron Podcast, and the Skyhopper Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.